Welcome to episode 499 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. 499 podcasts about pinball. Can you imagine that? We are so close and we are moving towards episode number 500. And I'm here to tell you episode number 500, it's going to be the best Canada's Pinball Podcast you've ever heard. It's going to be the most amazing pinball podcast that I've ever done. And I've lined up the most incredible interview and you're never going to imagine who I got to do episode number 500. But here's the sad part. You're never going to be able to hear it because there will never be in episode 500 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. And unfortunately, for you out there who loves this show, and nobody loves this show, believe me, nobody loves this show more than me, and nobody loves doing this show more than I do. Unfortunately, this will be the last episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. And I want to explain why very quickly, and then I just want to drop the mic and exit stage left, because it's been an incredible run, and I love doing this, and I love giving all of you pinball content, but I woke up this morning to a text message from the president of my company, where I go in every day. Well, I don't go in anymore, but I used to go in, and she said, Chris, there's going to be a meeting put on your calendar, and immediately I started freaking out. Uh, she said, because it's going to be a meeting with HR, the head of HR. And I'm like, uh, no. And she's like, but don't worry. It's pinball related, right? Pinball, my hobby. And for some reason, I have to have a meeting with the president of my company and the HR head. And so I just had the meeting about 20 minutes ago. And the basically, the long and short of it is this. A few people have decided to email and reach out to my company and say things about me and, and make sort of accusations about my show and me as a person. And, and look, my company fully supports me, but they basically said, they've had other examples of this happen where if people really wanted to wage a war on me and really wanted to hurt me, like this would be the way to do it, is you would go to my employer, you would go to my livelihood, and you would start to say things and do things and put them in a position in which they don't wanna be. And I'm here to tell you right now, I told the president of my company and I told the HR lead, who I'm very good friends with, I mean, and, and we all, you know, we get along so great and they, they value me tremendously. And I, and I said to them right away, absolutely done, I'm done, I'm done. If people are gonna cross that line and if people are gonna go after my livelihood, if people are gonna go after where I work and my reputation at work, because of this thing, which is my hobby. 
This is the thing I enjoy doing on the side. This isn't how I make a living. It's over. It's And, and here's the thing. They wouldn't tell me who it was, and I, I was not going to ask who it was. Uh, I wasn't going to even ask like, what they said. Uh, they were sharing content and information from, I guess, from my show or maybe Facebook Live sessions with my employer. And that's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. I'm going to say this, and this is just going to be me talking from the heart. I, I'm just going to go off a little bit because... I, I love you guys, and I love you gals, and I love everyone who listens to this show, and I wanted to say a few things. I've worked really hard in my career to get to where I am. I, I've worked really, really hard, and I've made some amazing marketing campaigns happen. I've, I've worked really hard to make amazing connections and friends, and, and it's really hard. It's really hard in any industry to create value and to rise above the masses and to find yourself in a company that you consider like your family and you love going in every day and you love the people you work with and I'm never going to jeopardize that for this pinball hobby. So there was that element of it and I've worked too hard over the last 19 years in this industry to let someone and some group of people go on a smear campaign and it's just not worth it to me. I want to have a family. I want to start a family. I, I need to protect my livelihood at all costs. At all costs. It, it, it abs- I will throw this mic away and I will throw away everything about pinball if it means that I'm going to lose everything else I worked hard for in life. And nobody should have to make that choice, but I do because I'm a very public figure. And even though some people want to email my company, some people, some, there was one person who was anonymous, another person wasn't. And that's fine. You know, look, I've always been straight with all of you. You've always known who I am, my name, where I work, what I do for a living. Everything I've ever done has always been front and center. And unfortunately, in today's world, it also makes you an easy target, an easy victim. And anyone can immediately look up where you work and who your boss is on LinkedIn and what's their email and, and just do this. And, and this is what happens. And so... Because of that, it's the easiest decision of my life to walk away from Canada's Pinball Podcast. I didn't even have to think about it. I, I told them right away, I'm done. I'm done. I am 100% done. There is nothing There is nothing that I would ever do to jeopardize my career and my livelihood and my family and everything I've worked so damn hard for. I'm not going to throw it away for a pinball podcast. And I don't think I did anything to throw it away. I don't think I did anything so wrong. I don't think I did anything that was egregious. I don't think I did anything that deserved to have these people come at the door of of my employer. But they did. And I can't change that. And as long as I exist, as long as I'm a presence in the pinball world, and I told this to my my boss, I said, look, the only thing I can do is go away because as long as I'm present in this hobby, I can't guarantee that these people won't come back and try to do this again. And they said to me, and I'm just going to be fully candid with all of you. They said, Chris, you know, if, if these people make a big enough deal and they try to really drag us through the mud with what we're going through right now, we really can't stand behind you. And I said, I don't want you to have to even make that decision. I don't want you to have to like get lawyers and legal up to defend me over a stupid pinball podcast. So it's done. Episode 499 of Canada's Pinball Podcast will be my last. Okay. Now, I just want to say a few things on the way out the door. I think I created the best damn pinball podcast the world has ever heard, and I think will ever hear. And I don't think you're ever going to get another pinball podcaster quite like me. And I enjoyed every minute of it. The reason why it was good is because I loved it. I put my heart, 
I put my soul into this show, and I really did want to make this show the best damn show possible. And I think I achieved that. And for those of you who think the awards are stupid and this and that, I don't. I've always appreciated the support, and I've always loved the fact that at the end of the year, people got a chance to say that this was the show that they loved the most. And this was the show that they turned to for for rumors, for news, for speculation, and just for an honest take on this damn hobby, right? And so I'm happy of what I created. I can always walk away and say, you know what? I made the best pinball podcast. I made the best pinball podcast. I won three years in a row. I don't think anyone's ever going to win three years in a row. Heck, I don't even know if there'll be the Twippies for three more years. So I just want to say thank you to all of you out there who listened to every episode, who voted for me, who supported me through all of this stuff. I mean, I love you guys. I absolutely love you guys. And it sucks that we live in a culture that has to try and cancel this kind of voice in this hobby because I think it's an important one and I think this hobby is going to lose a very important point of view uh, when I walk away. And I implore all the other pinball media out there to to pick up the torch uh, that Canada drops and to look at this hobby with objective eyes and not just support everything that happens because you think that's how pinball needs to grow. I mean, I didn't expect to do a final episode like this just out of the blue, but I'll say a few parting words as well. Like, what have I learned after 499 pinball podcasts? I've learned the following, that all of us are getting ripped off. (laughs) It's true. I mean it, that all of these games are so overpriced and it's just happened gradually that no one's noticed it, that everyone is waking up and saying like, these games are so great. These games are this, these games are that. And they're all overpriced. All of them. They're all overpriced. And it's just comical that we're currently in 2020 and the games are not even nearly as complex or nearly as interesting mechanically as they were in the mid-90s. And it's a really weird hobby like that, right? It's like we're chasing the past versus pushing this hobby forward. That's the way I've always saw this hobby. Are the games fun? Absolutely. Pinball's fun. Every pinball game is fun. Every pinball game, if, if you stand in front of it, you can have fun with it. You should have fun. It's a toy, right? It's like a water gun. You know, you get to stand over a bunch of water guns and be like, you know, like, well, this water gun, like, it's a water gun. How can you not fire a water gun and have a good time? Well, they're not even that much fun, but you know what I mean. Stern Pinball is pinball. There's just no way around it. Stern Pinball is the only pinball company that has figured out the most important thing in pinball, and that's manufacturing. And everyone else has really struggled to just get that simple thing down. So I do want to congratulate Stern Pinball for just getting it done. They get it done. Do they make the best games? Do they make the games that are have them? No, everyone knows that. And they know that. They, they don't have the highest bomb, so there's not that much in a Stern machine. But at least every like three months, there's a new game to choose from. And I think that's amazing. And I think the men and women over at Stern that make that a reality should absolutely be applauded for what they do. And, and oh man, I'm bummed out because I was about to air this amazing episode of, of Jersey Jack Pinball and their transformation from, from New Jersey to Chicago and all these amazing backstories about uh, what happened there. And now you're never going to hear it. You're never going to hear it, especially now you're not going to hear it. Gosh, there's too much uh, in that. That's just too salty. Um, so Stern Pinball is pinball. It, it, there's just no way around it. You know, there's a lot of crooks and thieves in this hobby, and that's always an amazing thing too, that you know, the, the amount of men that go into pinball that have no idea what they're doing and take people's money never ceases to amaze me. And it always made for so many good shows, right? It's just following the journeys of these companies like Deep Root and John Papaduke and Kevin Kulik and Andrew Highway. It was always exciting for me to sort of get on the trail of these individuals and watch them where 90% of the time they crashed and burned. 
And I'm curious to see where Deep Root ends up, but I don't know, you know? How is this story going to end any different than it always ends? We know the way these tales end. We do. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But I hope you guys get pinball that pushes it forward. I really do. I hope the mystery game I'm looking at right now makes it out to you guys. There's not going to be many of them, but I really do. I really hope you guys get this game one day because out of all the games I've seen, this is the one that I've really just wanted to own more than anything, more than Guns N' Roses, more than all this stuff. Don't beat up guys that flip pinball machines. It's a free country. If someone gets a spot on a game and they want to flip it for a profit, that's America. It's capitalism. It's supply and demand. Stop being such pin side babies and stop being the price police. If I woke up early and got a Rick and Morty slot and you didn't because you slept, that's tough luck. Get up. Order the machine when it's available. I've never had a problem. I've never had a problem ever getting an LE of a game, ever. So I don't want to hear your excuse why you didn't get one. It is so easy to lock down every single pinball machine when it becomes available. So for those of you out there who think it's horrendous that people flip machines, grow up. We're all adults. We're all adults. Do I get to go buy Facebook stock at $14 a share again because I missed out on it back then? No. And the same is true with pinball machines. I'm sorry. People who flip, keep flipping. And I don't mean like playing. I mean flipping for a profit. It's America. It's a free country. I'm really going to miss all the guys. And I'm still going to talk to you guys on Facebook. But like my daily conversations with so many of you on Facebook, and you know who you are. I don't want to start naming names because you guys know who you are. And I'm just really going to miss telling you guys, like, wait to hear the next show. I'm just really going to miss that. It sucks, but I'm really going to miss you guys waking up on a Monday morning or Wednesday and seeing that new Canadian Pinball podcast in your feed. It's, it sucks. I know it. I, I feel your pain already. And to you pinball manufacturers out there that are excited by this news because I used to rag on you, let me tell you something, gentlemen. Me going away is not going to change the quality of your product. The reason why you don't like me is because you're not doing something right. I've never ragged on a game that was doing something the right way. I haven't. I really haven't. Maybe I have. But, <laughs> you know, the only reason I've ever done this show other than being banned from Pinside is I've always just wanted to see Pinball Magic return. I've wanted to see you guys get what you pay for. You pay a lot of money for these non-essential toys. A lot of money. And let's be honest, there's just not a lot of mechanical wow stuff being put in these games. The industry has fallen back on software and art. Software and art. That's where they're applying all of their effort. And I really hope over the next couple years that we finally get machines where there really is that world under glass. That wow stuff that the ball does. Mechanical things that make you say, hey, you got to come over here and see this, right? I want that to be something that happens under the glass. So many of these new machines, oh, you got to come over here and see the clips. So much of pinball is turning into just hitting switches to watch something happen on a screen. And that is not pinball. That's digital. Pinball should be analog. Everything that happens should happen under the glass that's impressive in a pinball machine. The young designers are the future of this industry. They are. Scott Denisi, Eric over at JJP, and there's more young designers coming. The guy who's doing my mystery game, you don't even know who he is. I just think the future are these new people. The old guard is done. The old guard, Pat Lawlers, they're done. Their day is up, and they know it. And the pinball that we're going to get that's the best is going to come from people that are young, that are hungry. Keith Elwin, my God, look at Keith Elwin. In just a few games, he's like he's running circles around all these guys that have been there forever. 
You know, and that's what excites me is to see what these younger people can come up with. And that's the future of pinball. And if you want to get more people into pinball, the best way to do it is just make great games. That's it. That's it. Roger Sharp has it all wrong. It's not about putting more pinball on location. To get people into pinball is about making great games. Of course, Roger, those games will do well at barcades and stuff, but make better games and more people will want to own them. Okay? That's the key. So there's really no other way to say goodbye other than I really wish the best of luck to all the pinball media out there that are doing this on a weekly basis. All the men and women who pick up a microphone, who pick up a camera, who make streams, who create content for free because they love pinball. I am so happy to be a part of the pinball media that gets that gets ragged on all the time. If I could have one final wish, I would wish that Zach Manny and Jack Danger would bury the hatchet you know, just bury the hatchet, have a beer over Canada's podcast grave and move forward because I do think that us in the pinball media, when we work together on these things and we analyze these companies together and we just have more solidarity, it, it makes it so much more enjoyable for everyone out there to follow all of us, to listen to all of us, to watch all of us, to hang out with us at shows. You know, I never want to see a pinball show where where like someone doesn't want to go over there because that person's over there. No, it's pinball. We should all get along. If we have differences, yeah, we can have differences on the machines, but we should not fight each other. So I really hope that feud can be settled. And I hope to see you guys again one day in the future. Now, look, I know I said it's over, but who knows? You never know. You never know when I might come back. But for now, I really think this is it. This is it. My livelihood has been attacked. Someone went after me where it definitely hurts. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to get into my demon. I'm going to ride off into the sunset. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened. I love all of you. I know this hurts and this sucks. And I know you're going to like canadapinball at gmail.com. And you can send me your, your aw shucks emails. But, you know, I don't really know how to like exit. Like, do I just do I just share all the images of Guns N' Roses with you now? Is that should that should that be how I depart? <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that to Eric, but um, I look forward to getting Guns N' Roses. You won't know how I think about it, but no, I mean, I'll still be around. I'm still alive. I'll still be on Facebook, but I just want to say to all of you out there, treat each other with respect. Don't ever do stuff like this. Don't ever try and destroy someone's livelihood. It really hurts. It's painful, and it's aggravating, and it's stressful, and we don't need that kind of stress. We all come to pinball to have a good time. I'm happy as hell that I get to go out right before 500 episodes. I'm so happy of the product I created. And I'm so happy because at the end of it all, at the end of it all, I just have the best fans in the world. And all of you who are listening right now, you just kick ass. And even if some of you turned me in or went after my company, I don't care. I forgive you for being you. I have the best fans ever. You have 499 episodes to go back to and listen to them. And for everyone else out there picking up a mic, go do it. Go pick up a mic. Now you have 3,000 people who, who are starving for another Canada. Who will be the next Canada? Who can take my reins? Who can pick up this mic? Who can fill these Gucci shoes? I don't know. Will they rise? I hope so. Everyone, love you. Be good. Take care of yourselves. Work out more than you play pinball machines. And I'll catch you some point on Facebook or at a show. All right? Later. Oh. Oh.